Hey mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. My name is Tommy Dasolo. Sitting next to me, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. We are coming to you from our hotel room in the beautiful Saharan Motor Hotel. I'll pull you up there. Mm-hmm. It, it's coming to you from the Saharan Motor Hotel. Oh, okay. Did yeah. I put a word in that shouldn't be in there? Yeah, I believe ah. you've uh, mis- misused yeah. an American word there. <laughs> uh, one of our guests today, uh, you'll know him... From the program, he's been on many times before, was not meant to be on today. We thought he would be out watching a football game, but he is in the room uh, hanging out. Nick Cody. Yeah, 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 hey, well, I was watching it until you pulled the fucking cable out. Yeah, <laughs> well, so. yeah. Uh, and joining us on the show today, a uh, very special guest. Uh, he was on the show last year when we were in LA. You'll know him as the host of Comedy Bang Bang. Please welcome back into the Little Dum Dum Club, Scott Aukerman. Yay! Yay! Hi, mate. Yes, very good. <laughs> Now, you just have a look of concern on your face because we've asked you to come in and do the show. We're in a rat bag motel. It's a little sketchy here. Yeah. How, how did you guys get hooked up here? Um, the internet hooked us up. There, there's a lot of uh, really skeevy hotels on Sunset Boulevard that sort of trick you into, oh, it's a good raid, and it's mm. right there in the middle of things, mm-hmm. and then you get here, and it's... Uh, it's well, it's both of those things. It is a good raid <laughs> yeah. in the middle of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right, because everything near here is just... Like Bates Motel looking Yeah, place. oh, there's a, that terrible place down yeah. the street there. It literally looks like the Bates oh Motel. Oh, my God, yeah, it's we're so obsessed scary. With it. yeah. But this place, we, we kind of love in a kind of ironic way for how shit it is. And then we were talking to people last night about it, and we've sort of discovered, no, no, it's actually really... Like, was, did this used to be a big kind of prostitute part of town, or...? Uh, I'm trying to think of a place that wasn't a big prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I can't I think there was a tiny little block of Long Island. Right, right. Yeah. It's just, I mean, yeah, this place is... There's been a, a, a bit of a flurry of activity today, people coming and going, and... Well, I'm surprised that you guys haven't recognised where we are. I mean, a lot of people come to LA and do the, the um, like, tours of map, maps of the stars' homes, or where films have been... Uh, uh, you know, shot and stuff like that. This, I've done a little bit of research and it's uh, surprised me I haven't recognised it straight away. This is the, this is the place where they shot a lot of great movies. Movies inside here, inside this hotel. Not in this this very room. room. Not in this room. There's, uh, like, for example, there's James Wood's cop from 1988. Oh, I love that. You don't recognise... He was... He played a cop in that, if I'm recalling correctly. I'm just going to have to check that. <laughs> it was amazing. An officer of the law. Yeah. yeah. A oh, cop that... is another... Maybe if you're in Australia, you don't really know. A cop is an American slang term for <laughs> oh, officer of the law. I believe, okay. I believe he was busting a hooker in it. I'm pretty sure mm. whatever he's here. I think all the movies here... This is the thing. The, the other movies are Ashton Kutcher in Spread, 2009 Spread. Remember that? No. no. I don't remember that either. Not I don't at know. all. I just triple checked to see if that was actually. <laughs> is, the, is the official title Ashton Kutcher in Spread? <laughs> no. <laughs> and, and the most famous Natasha Henstridge. Species. Species. That was a good one. Oh, really? Yeah, I just yeah. watched that the other week. Really? Yeah. You're watching it now, a recreation of it. Because <laughs> Scott's going to take his top off and get in the pool. We're so. going oh, to reenact it here. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Scott's going to take his top off, make love to you, and then put a spike through your head. <laughs> Not you in that order. <laughs> <laughs> Someone tried to tell us today that True Romance... Was filmed here? Did you? Did you? Yeah, I just looked it up, and that's where I found all this stuff. But oh, okay. no, it was it was not in here. Yeah. Right. What true romance? Yeah, true oh, romance yeah. is like Tarantino written. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. No, that's not it. That's another place. I think anyone just assumes that any film that's had like a shithole hotel in it must have been this joint. And that's yeah. it. I looked at all these movies, and it's all like in a in a scene needing a sketchy hotel. It's like Natasha Henstridge walks into a sketchy motel. <laughs> And go on. And James, go. James Woods walks into a sketchy motel. I think this motel. is where she first walks in to get a room. That's it. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like two weeks ago. <laughs> Nick's excited. <laughs> All right. It's not so bad here, is yeah. it? How are the rates this great? Yeah. <laughs> I think my favourite feature of this room is, uh, this is what happened right after we got here. The phone rang and I went to answer it and just that uh, happened. There's, no, there's no, no cord connecting the receiver to the actual phone. So when we got here, I think we parked our car in a spot where we weren't meant to park, and they kept calling us oh, to tell no us to move, and I keep picking up, but there's no way to have you call. How does it keep ringing then? 
I don't. Well, well it, it can ring. In, it just, yeah, it's plugged into the wall. I believe that was the phone they used in the movie Ghost. <laughs> and again, the one that we mentioned on the live show that I love so much, you might notice there, we've got a bin from the Days Inn. Yeah. yeah. They just stole so they're just stolen. 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 They're stealing trash cans from other hotels. Yeah. Other, other slightly better shitty hotels. <laughs> yeah. So this is, uh, this is it. This is where we are. And, you know, this is, I mean, we're gathered around uh, a small table yep. with a tiny plastic recorder on it that. If I like, if I didn't own this thing, I would think this isn't real. Like this, this little toy. There's no way this is recording a podcast on it. Um, but you know, the breaking news is uh, back home, the studio where we normally record. Yes, we record in a radio station back home. We've found out since we got here, we've been booted out. What? So once yeah. we get back home, well, to be fair, we, when we say we've been booted out. We mean we got booted out six months ago, and we've just been keep going in because <laughs> we but still have a security pass. You're going to be barred from coming in. Yeah, from now yeah. On. They've yeah, they've gotten wise, and I think when we get back, we'll find our security passes have been cancelled. What if they're not? Well, I mean, we'll see how we go. That's what we were told six months ago, so I'm up for going in there at midnight and yeah. dragging various desperate celebrities. In. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, this Why'd could be every episode of our show from now on, us from a hotel in Melbourne with yeah. just this little Why'd you get uh, kicked out? Uh, we were part of a digital radio station that went under, that got mm-hmm. that went off the air, mm-hmm. and they said, oh, well, you can't yeah. use the studio anymore, yeah. we're done. Yeah. And they never took uh-huh. our pass office, so we just kept going in. Wow. Yeah. You guys have bulls. <laughs> Big balls yeah. to not, do that. Not how we pronounce it at all. Pirate podcast for quite a while now. It's it's actually a bit depressing to think that we're going legit. We're just going to have to be a real. You're going to be like every other podcast yeah. in the yeah. world. Yeah. yeah, just a bunch of blokes on their couches. We've... We were just invited every, every time we'd have a guest into the studio. They'd come in and go, "Oh, why are we in here?" And then we'd explain. And they'd go, "That is the coolest story. This is the coolest <laughs> podcast. I can't wait to talk about it." And we're like. No, if you talk about it, we're done. Yeah. So. yeah, we'd always just refer to it as Podcast City. So Podcast City's gone up in flames, everyone. Yeah. This is it. That's the end of it. You can take Podcast City with you wherever you go, yeah. in my opinion. This is Podcast City this right is, now. This yeah. is... Well, Podcast City has really let itself go. <laughs> You're in your own studio, uh, Scott, so... Uh, just down the street, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just maybe a block away. We should have done it there. Except no one's in there. Uh, is it at the day? It's at that day's end. Did you notice a trash can missing? Yeah. <laughs> or did they have a Sahara motor in trash can? Right? <laughs> There's a Nerdist trash can in the corner of the hill. Trash can it. swamp. <laughs> it's a great game that people love to play here. So I was trying to steal that Sahara motor in bin out of it, going, surely this is where they film species. <laughs> um, now, Scott, uh, we've got to bring this Tommy, up. Tommy, yeah. bring it up. Hey, mate. Um, now, back home... As Americans kind of tend to get a bit of a bum rap for being a bit uh, uh, ignorant sometimes, mm, not really what? knowing things Regarding about Australia. Regarding what subject? Oh, about Australia? About or Australia. Who, or just who about, needs to know anything about, about that? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted to say, because you the other night, we did your gig at, uh, at, at the UCB, the Comedy mm. Bang Bang uh, uh, live night that you run, yes. and uh, you put forward one of the all-time mm. stupidest theories about Stupidous. Australia I think I've ever heard. I think if you talk to anyone here... In California, I've mentioned it to a couple of people, and they all go, oh, that's oh. interesting. I've never thought about that. Most oh. people don't think about you guys. <laughs> I actually well, took the time to think about it, and I worked through it with you. We can talk about it, though. Let's, go ahead. Yeah, go. so what was the theory? We were talking about what time of year it is back home now. Like it's, Here's it's, the course, thing. Yeah. It is summer. It, it's, it's almost December here. Mm-hmm. Yep. It is summer where you guys are. Yes. And so I was wondering, do you celebrate Christmas in the winter, mm-hmm. or do you celebrate it in the summer? And you looked at me like I was crazy, and you <laughs> said, well, we celebrate it in the summer, of course, December 25th, that's when, when Christmas is everywhere. And I said, okay, I understand that, but then what is what is all the, the winter part of Christmas? How does that play in for you? Because you guys are basically like wearing Bermuda shorts and mm. you know sunglasses on your surfboards and stuff. And as you explained it to me, it's sort of like in California, we don't get snow either, but we mm. imagine the places that do have snow. For sure, yeah. Right. But but I you're... do believe that you asked, is it is the hot month summer in Australia, or do you call it Oh, that no, winter? well, that was the other part of it. It was like, <laughs> okay, well, do you just swap it around? Yeah. Do, you call, do you call winter... Your cold month, yeah. meaning July. See, that is the part that I found yes. offensively ignorant. Yeah. And it's really weird. Like, <laughs> ignorant. I don't know how you guys have barbecues on Independence Day when it's so cold where we're from on Independence Day. Like, <laughs> on July 4th, it's the middle of You winter. guys don't celebrate <laughs> Independence Day. You're pulling my leg. 
what else is there? What else can we quiz Scott on about? Yeah, Australia? what else can you call me ignorant about? Yeah, yeah. Um, history, Australian colonial history. I have no idea. Who cares? <laughs> what? That's the same Why would anyone have? care? Because <laughs> it's a great place. We shipped you off. You were prisoners. We you, let you ride. You shipped you us ship off. You ship us off? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, you know, originally from England, of course. I'm a white person. I'm <laughs> saying the, the proud lineage of white people. Okay. We shipped you, you uh, prisoners off and... You know? didn't, didn't well? Why did the Ameri- Why did you guys come to America? What was the story behind that? Uh, I remember there. Were, one of us was like an African prince trying to get away from his uh, his his overbearing father, and so he came out here ah. and he uh, with his friend Arsenio Hall. Yes, and <laughs> the royal uh, penis was cleaned at one stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's about the extent of history that I remember. Oh, we're talking about movies about uh, uh, you know the scenes uh, filmed here in the Saharan motor. A lot of the stuff I'm intrigued. Um, now you do a lot of uh, scripts and stuff. You write a lot of uh, work behind the scenes on a lot of TV sure, shows, and, scenes, and stuff like that. Yeah. Behind, as well as on screen, obviously sure. with your own TV show. Sure. But um, it must be like it seems like an incredibly frustrating process, I guess. Uh, with all the, the shows that you've been involved in that, uh, to get them up or to not get them up and stuff like that. Like, are you currently working on stuff that's trying to get up at the moment? Yeah, I mean, mo- most of, you know, if you work as a writer in Hollywood, most of what you write will not get made. Yep. Um, until you reach a certain level where people are anxiously awaiting for everything that... Please turn that off. Oh, Jesus Christ. God. Really, in the middle of oh. my soliloquy? <laughs> regarding Hollywood, <laughs> no, but uh, you know, most of the stuff never makes it past the writing stage. Like someone will pay you to write it, but then you, you know, it never gets up there. So yeah, I, right now I've I've written a script right now that um, I'm currently in the middle of the selling process of it. I I wrote it for a company who paid me to write it, uh, and a director wants to do it. But we're going around from studio to studio trying to sell it to the studio, and um, that's the frustrating part. And then even if one does buy it, who knows if they make it by the time that the script comes out. So, yeah, right. you know, it's just kind of like a huge crapshoot that you get paid very well to do. Yeah. But that's still because there's no equivalent of like that in Australia. There's no going around to studios and pitching things. How comics many... comics don't make films. It, like, not comedy films don't really get made, and there's not... That's not a... That's not an achievable goal for comics in Australia. How did Paul Hogan do it then? I mean, he he did it. He made it. Yahoo Serious made it. Yeah, him. but that was a long time ago. Yeah. So you, it kind of dried up since then. Comedy. Films yeah. I mean, in there's Australia no don't... there's no equivalent of like a, a Zach Galifianakis who you know uh-huh. starts out doing stand up, gets and then gets movie roles and breaks big. That doesn't really happen for anyone. There's about five comedy writers in Australia get regular work. Hmm. And they just go from show to show. Really? Yeah, so it's nothing like so it. So every, so every show is the same, yeah. basically. Yeah. Why are you there? Move out here. Look we, at we, this. We are. <laughs> <laughs> is this what this is? Yeah, we live here now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. I had yeah. no idea. Yeah, we were hoping that you could sponsor us <laughs> to kicked, stay here. Kicked out of the studio. No reason to go back. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna Nick, get... what, what is, what's your story? Are you going back? Uh, I do have to go back. We're Why do you have to go back? on Tuesday. What do you I come back in May, though. We all live in Melbourne. What does that have to do with it? Yeah, I'm not sure. (laughs) Why don't we get him in on this podcast? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can just apply to get jobs here at the Saharan and they can sponsor us. Man. We can get a visa. We can live here. We can write for scenes that are shot in this motor from now on. There you go. Job number one, fix that phone. (laughs) Get a call. If you can fix that phone, you can have a job. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Pitch, okay. pitch, pitch for Species Four to be shot, reshot back here. <laughs> mm-hmm. That would be sweet. So that, I mean, if there's no uh, carrot at the end of the stick, why would the people go into show business there? I mean, TV shows. TV, yeah. yeah there's TV. TV is kind radio. of yeah. Radio's a radio. Radio's like a kind of a semi-legitimate you have thing radio in Australia. Here, right? We have some radio, but I mean, podcasts are better. Yeah, yeah. obviously. You know. But there's a, but that's the thing. There's actually been good radio shows. In mm-hmm. Australia, before podcasts kind of got big, like right. there are people that are there are comics that are famous for being on radio. Sort of like the Flight of the Concords on the BBC. I'm not saying they're kind from Australia, but they similar, got famous yeah. on the radio first, and then yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. Breakfast Radio is a big thing. Breakfast Radio is the mm. the the biggest carrot. Yeah, just in terms of really. what it pays and what it can do for your profile. Yeah, not a lot of comedian. I mean, Jimmy Kimmel, I guess, and Adam Carolla came up through the yeah. radio, mm-hmm. but other than that, there's not a lot of. Uh, 
you know, Rick D's. I guess he made a oh, couple. Yeah. He made a couple of albums, comedy albums, back in the eighties. But and he had Disco Duck. He sang that. <laughs> oh wow! But he never. That sounds great. Yeah, I've never heard Disco Duck. You've never heard Disco Duck? No. Let's Have you play heard Disco Duck. No. You've you've heard of Disco I've Duck. I've heard of right? Disco Duck. Disco yeah. Disco Duck. Yeah. See, that gives Have you, you heard a, that? a pretty no. good taste of it right there. <laughs> Have you heard of those two I'm things? On right now. Independently. Yes. Yeah, I know both of those words. Okay. I've just never heard disco of and duck. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, you're halfway there. Have you yeah. heard of dusk uh, disco? No. Dusk disco. No. That's <laughs> a, a great disco that only opens up at dusk. Yeah. Uh, and then when the sun rises, it closes. So it's not a day club or a night club. It's no, a... no, it's a dusk club. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, actually, when the moon comes up, it also closes. So oh, yeah, shit. just that little <laughs> when the sun is going down and it's just open for that uh, forty-five minutes, golden oh, hour. Wow. What about this for a pitch for a show? Mm-hmm. A cart animated series. Great, I'm in. Disco. <laughs> Save, save the rest that's of okay. the pilot. Okay. That's how easy it is in Hollywood. <laughs> I've cracked it. I've cracked the code, yeah. everyone. Move out here. Uh, disco duck and rock lobster. Yes. You know, you've got a, a duck that's like into disco and then a, a, a rock and roll and lobster. They're best friends, but they fight all the time mm-hmm. because yeah. they, they don't know whose music is better. Yeah. They agree on everything else. Disco but music. sucks, says uh-huh. Rock Lobster, yeah. and Disco Duck says, "Hey, rock and roll, you know, is dead. Dance music is yeah. here to stay." Yeah, the I only kind of music that the only band that they agree on is Kiss, because Kiss kind of have yeah, done a bit of both. Yeah, they crossed the bridge with yeah. "I Was Made for Loving You." Yeah, yeah, that's where they met. That's how they became friends in the first place. Yeah, that yeah at the Kiss concert. Yeah. Where that was the only song they could agree sure. on. Sure. So and they we... looked at each other, shook, uh, I guess, claw, claw and, to, yeah. to uh, so paddle. The question is: Is that that meeting is that the pilot, or you know, no, do we do that thing where we leave the, the origin no. until like third season? Third season, you got to work yeah. backwards. You, you know, you got to you got to land them in a, in hot water. Pardon the the expression, but I mean literally, perfect, perfect. in a Chinese restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Chinese family who owns the restaurant is going to be a big part of this. Okay, it's a wow. kind of a workplace slash uh, family sitcom. Uh, with a little bit of a magical element to it, um, but the uh, Asian family is really going to be where the heart is found. Yeah, I love it. Uh, yeah. Carl, Nick, I've got bad news. I don't think I'm going to be joining you in working at the Saharan. I've found my own ticket out of here. And Nick, he's not going back to Melbourne. <laughs> I'm living here now. I'm going to be earning that sweet Matt Groening bump. Is that what sort of the sort of pictures that you're doing? Like, if you go into, do you go into places like Paramount and stuff like that? Yeah. Why? Can we record our podcast in there? Do you have a security pass? <laughs> uh, I have a security pass for one studio. I could, uh, but no. Um, but uh, yeah, all the time. Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah. It, it, I mean, we we get. You know what? I've said this before, but you know, we come to, to Hollywood or go to New York or whatever. It's like being in a celebrity. Like everything we right. see, because so many movies are shot in New York or LA. Yeah. So it's like being inside a big celebrity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, like, we, I guess. I know that no one likes what is it, entourage anymore, but you still see that, and you go, oh, every time we will drive down the highway here, it's sort of like, man. Yeah, and total, you guys are in the shitty area of yeah. Hollywood. As opposed to, I mean, this is like, you know, Hollywood proper where, you know, you guys are right off of Hollywood Bullet. You're on Sunset, which yeah. is right next to Hollywood. But, like, most of the stuff in Entourage is kind of uh, south of here. It's more in, like, Beverly and Beverly Hills and stuff like that. So right. you guys haven't been out there, I'm sure. No. This strip kind of feels like the spiritual home of the Little Dum Dum Club in that there's heaps of fast food and just mental cases, like, <laughs> yeah. nonstop walking up and down the street. Yeah. Yeah. What do we so we saw a guy crossing the road today who sort of got halfway through his walk and then he sort of froze like kind of mid mid walk mid pose yeah. and then he kind of went slow motion for like two steps nice and then whatever had to happen happened that then clicked him into going back at full speed again he shut his pants You've never oh, seen that before? Yeah. Yes. That's, we don't have that in Australia. We have toilets. That's, yeah. Oh, okay. No, that's the yeah. Hollywood shit. That's what it would have been. <laughs> yeah, that makes so much sense now. Yeah. Well, the guy yesterday that rode past us on his bike, uh, this guy would have been 60, had a huge beard. He's just on a push bike, and he rode past and just yells out, I agree, let's blow this pop stand. Yeah. <laughs> and we hadn't mentioned anything about doing anything like yeah. that. Yeah. I yeah. think your body language, that's the thing, though. You yeah. looked like you wanted to blow this pop stand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, hang on, what are pop stands over here? Penises. <laughs> <laughs> of course, guys, you have so we, much to learn. I can't believe we let that guy just ride by. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, let's blow it. 
So uh, we mentioned this before we did uh, your gig that you run on uh, Tuesday nights that yes. you've uh, recently announced you are you are retiring. The gig is uh, I'm retiring. Is you were on up. one of the last ones. Yeah, you feel and great. I, I knew that when I booked you on it. By the way, I knew that it was the second to last one, so oh, I don't wow. think it was coincidence. Yeah. But I, and when you got a hold of me and said, "Hey, can we be on that?" I said, "Ah, that'll be a little treat for these guys." Oh, yeah. yeah. But, so uh, uh, now you've run that for like is it ten years? Ten years or something? Ten years Ooh. and two months. So suddenly Tuesday nights completely free. Up for grabs. Up for grabs. Uh, no, those, for me, yeah. All those shows you've been missing out on. I, it is weird. I have only, out of 10 years, I've only missed probably, I think I missed two back in 2003 or so for a family uh, thing. And then I missed a few last year when I was doing the TV show. Um, but yeah, I've, I've only missed, I'd say a handful, I'd say eight right. over the past 10 years. And... It's just kind of almost automatic to me now. Anytime anyone sends me a, hey, do you want to go do this thing on, and it's on a Tuesday, I'll look at it and go, ah, can't go. Mm. Um, Brendan Small just the other day, as a matter of fact, just yesterday, wrote to me about this Tuesday. Hey, come see my band Death Clock. Uh, We're at the Palladium. It's really good. And I had to say for the last time, nope, can't do it, <laughs> you know. But now, yeah, it's going to be crazy being able to do whatever I want. And this is perfect because I really think that Disco Duck and Rock Lobster would really suit the Tuesday night time <laughs> yes, slot. So of course, yeah. Be perfect I mean, for you. Weekly, that's mm. where I think it needs to go. Mm. 52 a year. <laughs> 7, 8, 7 o'clock, 8, what is it, 7, 8 central? Is that how the times work? Uh, yeah, yeah. We, uh, well, it's 7 o'clock, uh, 6 central. It's an hour. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, right. Yeah. No, I don't want that. I want it the seven the earliest. Sorry. Okay, yeah. good, good. Yeah, yeah um, but I don't know if you guys have ever had anything like that. I guess school is kind of like that, but you're out during the summer. But something where you've had to be in one place the entire time and could never take sure, it Sure, I'm in a similar position to you in that I run rooms back in Melbourne. Right. So there's like a couple of nights a week where I'm like, that's it. No. And it's on the same nights every week? Sure. Yeah, which yeah. nights are those? Uh, at the moment, it's Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Are, are those uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in Australia? Right? <laughs> <laughs> and they're me. always hot. Monday's always hot, yeah, regardless of what's okay, going on. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have a fascinating comedy. Yeah. And, com- <laughs> and comedy is actually dancing in yeah. Australia as well. So TGIW yeah. is a massive <laughs> Well, that's interesting. So three nights a week, uh, how do you do it? Do you take days off, though? Uh, well, I am at the moment, since I'm here. Yeah, but that's true. no, a lot of it is, is doing... I was watching you the other night, uh, being backstage and, and going, well, that's exactly... I, I could see your eyes glaze over. You don't need to watch the show anymore. Yes. The, the big bit you're getting out of the night is hanging out backstage and just talking to... I've seen enough to, comedy yeah, yeah. over the past... No, I mean, that you know... And that's one reason I think I sort of wanted to... I don't know, uh, retire after so long is because I, I found that I wasn't really watching it anymore. I think you left um, before the gig even finished. <laughs> ah, this will sort itself out. Yeah, I do, yeah, I've been leaving sort of halfway through once mm. I know that it's, yeah, but um, that's that's been a big reason for it. I, I kind of felt like, you know what, I'm not getting a lot out of it anymore um, other than hanging out with my friends, which I really like. But I'm not watching it anymore, and, you know, I'm not even staying during it anymore sometimes. So, you know, I just, I, I kind of thought, you know, I could just keep putting it together and all that. But, uh, I don't know, 10 years. 10 you years know? is, yeah, yeah, for sure. Plus, yeah. you know, even though we still constantly were having new acts on, I mean, the night you guys were there, uh, Emily Heller mm. did it for the first time. But at the same time, I don't think that my finger is necessarily on the pulse of new comedy anymore, new stand-up comedy. So, you know, it's time for yeah. someone else to take over, you know? Fair enough. Sure. And there's an opening, and if you guys stay... Well, I'm sort of... Well, my... We've picked up so many Tuesday, jobs here today. Tuesday night's free for me, so I can do Melbourne, <laughs> Melbourne on Monday. Fly back on yeah, the LA Tuesday. Get, back get the to red Melbourne. eye back to yeah. Australia. Yeah. Um, so you've got you know, you know, the Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast, uh, which just this last year has branched out into a TV show, which yep. is... Uh, is, that, is that one of, if not the first, podcasts to make the transition into a TV show? I don't think necessary i mean i think it's maybe the first podcast to be a regular series mm. but right. um but yeah i don't think that uh if we were going to do, do a tv show i have to say that i would film it exactly like this 
Just yeah. in a $30 yeah. a yeah. night, right? In the yeah, Species yeah. Motel. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And you get Natasha Henstridge in yeah. here. Why not? I mean, you know, believe, believe she has not. directions. <laughs> <laughs> this has taken us about 45 minutes to get it this good, by the way. This was just... Oh, really? Yeah. So this, was, this is an improvement. We've cleaned up for you. Oh. Yeah, it's been like a school camp in here. Like, we, there was a moment, I think about 15 minutes before you got here, where we all looked around and went, we should probably clean this up. It was like we were all going on a date or something. I the biggest <laughs> like, one has been having the door open for about two hours because there's oh, okay. been three dudes that have just been drinking for... A week, yeah, and that's not yeah, a great... it doesn't doesn't smell bad in here. It smells good. You guys are fine. Yeah, we can get away with it. I, I expect I expected worse. You guys did a good job. It, it looks good. <laughs> now, but, uh, but no, I don't. I don't. I think back to your point. I don't think that people should do podcasts to get TV shows out of it. Um, no, not at all. Because because I I think that if you do what you love and you do something really well and you're at the top of the, your game you will get opportunities from that you, that you don't know what they are mm. you know what i mean like i don't think the end game is always get a tv show or get a movie you'll get something good out of it uh that you won't expect and mm. i certainly didn't expect the tv show out of mine oh, I, disco I, duck and rock lobster i didn't yeah. even expect that when you walked into the room but now here we are right um now, so this... I'm getting too serious for you. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you want to keep it at a facile level? Uh, okay, I get it. I get where we're at. Sure, let's joke around. Hey, come on, guys. Come on. Um, now, we did our live show last night um, at Meltdown Comics, and we had uh, someone come along who uh, had listened to the show before, had traveled to come and see us live. Yeah, thank you, our first listener. Um, and it was someone who had hit us up on Twitter before saying that they had had a sex dream about me. Wow. And then it went, what was it? it like, we quizzed her about it and... Oh, it was a she. It was a she, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Even better. Yeah, yeah. For you. Yeah. Not, her, probably not, not so for her, not so much, yeah, yeah. Uh, Why was I born was... with this cursed <laughs> vagina that somehow strangely is attracted to Tommy Gasolo? What, uh, what was the elaboration of it? It was like, I was a little child that had some kind of face disfiguration, and you were like... But what was the dream about? (laughs) (laughs) Bang. That is... If I was Paramount, I would buy that sentence. (laughs) So, what happened? Nothing. What was the dream? It was about... It's a little weird getting a little strange on this side of the Atlantic. Pacific? Where are you guys? I don't know which way you flew. Pacific. Pacific. You flew across the Pacific? That's probably the best way. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. You're right. Have you ever been to Australia? No, I've never been. I'd like to go sometime. Zach uh, Galifianakis and I were talking about that. Actually, Sarah uh, Silverman, we were all together at the Jimmy Pardo thing. Uh, Sarah will be out there on Tuesday as yeah. well and I don't think she's ever been and uh, yeah I mean I, I'd really like to go oh, sorry Nick um, but uh, yeah it's kind of I, I, I'd have to go out I feel for some reason like she's going for work in other yeah. words I, I feel like I would have to go out for some reason otherwise I, I don't know what I would do You know, maybe I mean, learn about summer and winter and stuff like that <laughs> that's handy there's a fair bit to see <laughs> yeah, but like, what do you do when you're there? I'm sure it's I'm sure it's beautiful, but what do you just hang out or what? I, it you feels hang like out this. it feels like if you're going to Australia, you have to go to go. Do, you know, it is so big. It's like coming to the United States. Yeah. Don't you it's go like, on holiday? Don't you have vacations? Do, uh, yeah, well, barely, but yeah. I, but I'm like, for instance, I'm going to Costa Rica in about a month. Well, you know, we're and, like that. We're another country that you go to. So yeah, but in Costa Rica, to... I'm just going to sit on a beach. That's what you can do in Australia? Yeah, yeah but we have that. We are feels surrounded like a... by beaches. Yeah. I guess what I'm trying to say is it feels like a waste to go to this big, huge, expansive country, another continent, mm. uh, and just sit on one beach on one part of it. I would want to go throughout the entire yeah. thing. You can you go know? into the desert and go to like the Northern Territory and yeah. Cairns and all that sort of stuff. But you, usually it, 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 it's better to go, for me, for work, because then you see more of the country rather yeah. than just going and hanging out in, in one hotel. Well, like I said, yeah. you know, we've got about five riders on TV down there, so if one of them goes on holiday, you can come <laughs> down and, yeah, and do something. Cross yeah. the picket line. Um, what, what I was getting to before about this uh, person coming up to us after the live show was that, you know, we get weird feedback from people, and, uh, you know, our show's just a, a pretty... Standard, just chatting and interviewing and stuff. Whereas, you know, your show that is very, uh, very can get very out there and very weird. Which I imagine does that lend itself to a, a more bizarre level of correspondence, like when you hear from people. Um, I the the fans are are all very nice. I don't I don't think they're I don't think they're bizarre at all. They're usually just very nice people. Right. Um, the haters are are not nice. Right. Um, I, I found it surprising. 
the day I got on TV, uh, the weird, uh, threatening correspondence level rose. Oh, right. Really? Yeah. So that, that was very strange to me. Because to... you go from a thing where people are choosing to listen to it to suddenly yes. you're, uh, you're right. on people's screen without them having any say-so. Yeah. It was it was bizarre to me. I I had never expected that, mm. and I I also I also never really thought that much about it until I I, I think I said this on a Tignataro show, but three days before the show premiered, I was in a Chipotle, which is a, a Mexican restaurant chain, mm-hmm. um, and. Um, I, w- I was kind of looking around, and I, I, I'm often by myself. I'm often, uh, you know, at places just by myself, just hanging out. And I was just kind of sitting there and zoning out, and all of a sudden I was like, oh, oh no, I hope that I can still continue to do this <laughs> without being watched. Yeah. You know, because I've been around famous people, and, 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 you know, when you're in a room with a famous person, like, all the energy seems to sort of turn towards them. Mm-hmm. You know, people are constantly... Even if they're in the middle of conversations that don't include them, they're sort of like performing for them a little bit. It's it's a very yeah. weird situation. so I just I just you know was like oh man I'm really enjoying my solitude uh, <laughs> and not being on anyone's radar and no one giving a shit that I'm here and and I would hate for that to change. Luckily, the show was not a hit, so <laughs> but but I have had a couple of times where like I'll just be sitting there. Um, for instance, I was getting an iPhone, I was getting a new iPhone when they came out and I was sitting there on Twitter waiting in line for it, just like a normal person, which is what I am. And (laughs) someone tweets me, is this you in line? Can I come up and say hi? And I, I just start getting very, uh, I guess paranoid isn't the word, but just feeling very self-conscious, you know, I, because I'm kind of a private person. I don't like to be looked at or really watched or anything like that, which is a weird thing for someone who wants to get into show business. But <laughs> I think a lot of people want to get into show business to do the work, not necessarily yeah. to be famous. You know, when people like that you see on programs like reality programs like American <laughs> Idol or whatever say they want to be famous, um, I don't understand it because there are a lot of people who are famous without the money and without doing good work, you know, there's the Corey Feldmans of the world and yeah. people like that who are incredibly famous and can't walk into anywhere without everyone turning and looking at them. But they have no money, you know. <clears throat> so I would much rather do good work and, and have a lot of money and no one recognize me. But yeah. I don't know. Did you, so what did you write back to the person on Twitter? I just got my phone and I left. I started feeling oh, very really? self-conscious. You know what would have been funny? To... If you had faved that tweet, yeah, not and responded, and then left the store without saying anything to them. That would really, see, it wouldn't want to be. A... That, would, <laughs> that would really mess up their head. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't necessarily, I, I think, you know, um, someone like Bob Odenkirk has a good level of fame, I, I feel, where yeah. people who recognize him know him from something that they like and so they're like hey i really and and that's that's kind of what i have if it's, anyone ever yeah. recognizes me it's because they like what i'm doing you know yeah something that they've had to hunt out that's not just like yeah. i think there are people that like to just you know if it's someone big enough they just want to collect the set like they just want to have been yes. able to say there yeah there are weird people who who obsess over the strangest celebrities like the weirdest people will get you know crazy fans i don't really understand it you know i mean i can understand someone like ryan reynolds or whatever like yeah Mm. girls go obsess over him but you know i've I've never been able to understand the just like nominal not good looking celebrities that people just obsess over it's very strange (laughs) what about uh you you do a bit of stuff with uh zach galifianakis have Mm -hmm. you been around him because he's starting you know he's like now at a point where he's like got this huge kind of profile does he get have you ever been around him when he gets a weird hit-ups in the street or anything? I've, it's been unpleasant, yeah, when I've been around him. It's not fun. Right. It's, it's not fun. Because he's I, got such a distinct look, too. Like he'd yeah, stick that's out like true. It doesn't fun. strike me as a person who would enjoy putting up with that sort of... No. I mean, I can't speak for him, but um, when you said distinct look, you, you made a motion... Beard. To your chin. Oh, I thought I, I thought he's so fat. That's what you. You should have been out here to the sides of your body. Um, no, it's not. It's that kind of fame, that kind of TMZ type fame, is not fun. Mm. From what I can tell, it's not fun. So uh, you know, but it. The, that's the problem. Is sometimes something that you're doing 
for the love of it gets, you know, really fucking huge and yeah. then you're trapped. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? You haven't really turned me off at Disco Dark and Rock really? Lobster. I'm I'm braced for that. I I'm mean, Rick fine, Dees. I'm fine with it. How, how does Rick Dees walk down the street? <laughs> how, how does Fred Schneider from the B-52s ever get anything done? He's sitting in a Chipotle going, Yeah, I want the carnitas! <laughs> Uh, well, I think that's just about all the time we have. Really? Uh, well, that's it? Do you want to keep going? I'll keep going. I don't care. I like that this is the first time the guest has ever shut down the end of an episode. <laughs> Normally, as soon, like before I've even finished the sentence, that's all we have. They're fucking out the door I think in their car. I think it's the first time anyone's ever been in the Sahara Motor and saying, can I stay longer than <laughs> originally planned? <laughs> well, we did that. We were meant to check out today to go to San Francisco and instead of going, nah, you know what, let's try and find somewhere at least a little bit better, we've gone in there and pleaded yeah. with the guy to please let us stay in the same room for instead four more nights. Instead of going to a city you've never been to to check it out, you'd rather <laughs> hang out with me and let me drunkenly jump in the pool. Well, that's it. Like, it's, we're actually <laughs> lucky to be here because last night we made Nick Cody jump in the pool out there and they threatened to call the cops. They oh. said they were calling the cops. So. Just for jumping in the hotel pool. Yes. To be fair, the door was padlocked and he did have to climb oh. over and he also didn't have... Well, and it was off hours? Is that what it yeah, was? Yeah, it was yeah. 2 a.m. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah this story <laughs> gets then, worse by the And they were filming Species 5. So. <laughs> um, but Carl made a very good point when he said, like, because I was really, I worry about that stuff. Like, oh, shit, what happens if the cops do come? Mm-hmm. And Chandler said, we're in one of the sketchiest parts of this suburb. There's no way cops are going to come out no to, way. hey, someone jumped in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. we, had, we, we had a similar thing. We haven't talked. We, no, we haven't talked about this on the show yet. When we were driving, uh, we drove from Austin through to Las Vegas. So you flew into Austin. We flew to New Orleans, drove from there, and we got kind of thrilled when you know it gets really like mountainy. And when we saw mm. cactus, we we're like, we've got to pull over and get a photo with cactus. Oh, you guys don't have it in Australia? Mm, really? I don't think so. No, no. So we not the sort of cartoonish. Yeah, we've seen it you. on your Roadrunner. Yeah, <laughs> your American American Roadrunner. <laughs> so we've pulled over and into this rest stop, and there was a, a fence which we took no regard for. Oh dear. We've scaled under it. We've gotten our photo, and we come back out the other end, and there's a guy in a golf cart who like lives in a house at the rest stop going. You're not meant to. You're on sacred land. You're not meant to have crossed over that uh, sacred land. Really? Yeah. So like uh, yeah, American Indian land. I I believe that's Native the impression. I would oh that be a gosh. thing? It was yeah. like off the side of a highway. Sure, I yeah, guess. Probably. Yeah. We've picked the, the we've picked the seven square feet in America that were guarded <laughs> and decided to get a cactus. <laughs> There's there. plenty of cactus everywhere. I know. Well, well, I think this was the first that we saw, and we thought, well, this might be as good as it gets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But again, it was that thing where he went. Jack Nicholson thought that when he saw Helen. I understand. He goes, oh, I, uh, I'd normally, I'm meant to call the cops when this happens. And again, we were just going... When this happens? Who is stupid enough to <laughs> climb under a fence? That's the other part. You he guys aren't going over it? That part did. of the country is very gummy as well. Like, uh, that's not a place yeah. where I just start jumping fences. It's he, a, the impression of America for us now is it's very much a police state in that they're, they're, the important things are... Protecting cactuses and hotel pools. So. Oh yeah, well get the fuck out then. <laughs> I think a family might be trying to get into our room. Is that what's happening? I don't know. Let's let them in. Let's yeah. get them on the show. Sure, should we? What the fuck's going on? How many people Neek. are out there? Neek. <laughs> that's that's oh. Natasha Hintridge's dad. Right there. there are so many people out there. Yeah. Fuck, it's busy. Sketch Town. Uh, have you guys experienced a drive-by yet? No. Can no. we do that tonight? Saturday yeah. night? Yeah, let's get a drive-by going. Yeah? Hashtag drive-by. <laughs> get it trending. <laughs> is that actually a thing that is a common thing? Or no, not? you know what? I, I, I uh, literally, five minutes before I was here, just saw Nick Thune, um, comedian Nick Thune. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know him. And uh, he, um, he's, his parents were staying with him for the Thanksgiving holidays. And they swore up and down that they heard a drive-by the night before. <laughs> and they were like... <laughs> 
Why do you think it's a drive-by, not just a shooting, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just such, like, an old parent kind of thing to think about Los Angeles. Like, oh, no, there's going to be a (laughs) drive-by. Drive-bys, you know, I mean, yeah, they used to happen in south-central L.A., which is, like, very far from here. Yeah, I've fallen into a weird thing. I don't know if you do this at home where you, you know, if you're crossing the street and it's you're waiting for the light to go green and it hasn't gone yet, that thing where if one person, if there's a group of you waiting, if one person decides to cross... Everyone just goes, well, this will do, and just follows the person. Mm. Like, even though it's like, why does this person know? There's right of way here. Is that true? Like, Uh, pedestrian right of way? Like, I can just cross the road and people have to stop. Well, yeah, they have to stop. They can't just hit you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, do you have that here? But but you're not allowed to cross the street wherever you want. Does that make sense? They're not allowed to hit you, but you're not allowed to cross the street. But if you do be a dumb shit, yeah, and cross the street. They're not allowed to go. Well, the guys have done shit. <laughs> <laughs> but my instinct is just if there's someone near me who just decides to cross, even though the light's not green, I just follow them. And I've been doing that mm-hmm. here. And then the other day, I realised because pretty much every person on the street is insane. Yeah. Like the other day, I've gone. A guy's walked out in front of me, and I've gone, "Okay, this. All right, I'm going to follow this guy." And then I got halfway across the street and went, "He's not wearing a shirt or pants." And I've just gone. <laughs> Oh, well, I'll follow this guy. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, He'll no. lead me to safety. Dude, I mean, but in New York, everyone just is constantly crossing the streets, so you must have experienced that. Traffic's right? yeah, just that. at a constant standstill, so... I actually... Yeah. We just got a piece of New York then. I thought I was expecting this sort of stuff in New York, not L.A. We just crossed the street then uh, on a green man, and someone just cut us off in a car, and not only yeah. that, leaned out to give us the bird. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what were you thinking? <laughs> Trying to walk around. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to walk legally, and she couldn't have been any more vehement in her index finger. Index finger? Middle no, finger. Middle finger. Middle middle finger. finger. Yeah. Man, she was violent with that thing. Um, did, were you shouting at her? Or what? No. I was... so, so you just stepped off the curb when you had a green man, yeah. as you call it. Yes. And uh, she was making a right. Yeah. Okay. Maybe she was... Uh, I don't know. There's no excuse for her. Yeah. She's a fucking asshole. Yeah. That's good know. to know. That's comforting to yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. There's oh, people. What are you going to do? They're terrible. Yeah. Good. They're terrible people. That's a one-off. Speaking of that, the middle finger, did you ever have that at school when instead of the bird or, or whatever you'd call it, the rude finger? Do you remember that? No. Was that a thing for you? No. What about you guys? No, Any... not the rude finger. We would always, yeah, we just called it uh, <laughs> flip, flipping them off. Flipping them off. what we called okay. it growing up, yeah. And it's the, is it the same for you yeah. guys? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so yeah. it's not the, the backwards peace sign? No, like no, no. I, I'm um, a fan of that, though. Yeah, I, I like prefer, that. I prefer that. I prefer giving it those ones over there. Yeah. I we would just call it flipping flipping it off. Um, I I remember I was thinking about this the other day when I was a kid. Sucks meant sucks dick and was a was a bad <laughs> word. You couldn't say sucks. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, my brother got uh, suspended from school for on the uh, time capsule that everyone was putting things into. <laughs> he wrote school sucks, <laughs> and he got suspended because that meant it sucks a penis. This is your brother. Yes. Is your brother Bart Simpson? <laughs> I love never... that a word comes with a... I've heard, like, of a silent letter, but never a whole silent word. Like, yeah. sucks. That means sucks dick. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys are, are much younger than I, I believe. But that's <laughs> what it meant. And I remember uh, there was an American television show, Uncle Buck, based on the John Candy movie, Uncle Buck. That was the first television show to have someone saying, this sucks on it. And oh. it made... Big waves, I remember. This is the 90s, I think. <laughs> Groundbreaking Uncle Buck. Yeah, people, wow. were ups- people were upset about it. Uncle people Buck were... Dick. I've never, <laughs> I've, I've never put that together, that when you say something sucks, that that's it that sucks saying dick. sucks dick. Yeah. I've never, I've it never blows, It now. blows dicks. Yeah, yeah that's wow. what it meant back then. Huh. Yeah, and it was a very rude thing to say. Sucks, yeah. I had a teacher in grade six who was anti The Simpsons, was like, if, you, if he saw you with any kind of Simpsons... Any kind of Simpsons any, paraphernalia? Anything, he would go off and go, oh, I need to talk to your parents about this because you shouldn't be allowed... That is an inappropriate show. We're like, have you watched it? No, I just know it's... Like, he would confiscate comic... He had just had this wow. draw that was like a shrine of Simpsons uh, paraphernalia. Did you ask him very nicely not to have a cow? <laughs> <laughs> Please, sir, do not, do, do not have a cow. Uh, and then I... Did, I think... did you ever do the Bartman around him? Did he know what that was? <laughs> that would have been a great flash mob style thing if our whole class had just organised... Just all done the Bartman. Bust and out he's the like, Bartman. I don't know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'm not meant to be happy with this happening, but I have no idea what it is. 
But then I remember going back to, like, after I finished school, going back to a school fair and seeing him around the grounds and just going, oh, hey, you know, you're six years old, oh, yeah. And then I, I don't know how this came up. I was like, oh, yeah, you, you confiscated my Simpsons comic. And he goes, yeah, I got that wrong. Like, he'd had this, like, epiphany. Whoa. Like, years old. I, and he, it seemed like he was, like, really tortured by it. Like, Oh, my God, he should be. What I, I know, I know. And, and you know, now, and the, the show was big even then, but as time goes on, it just gets bigger it's and bigger. It's just part of the pop culture Yeah, now. I like the idea that he's just lying awake at night, just absolutely distraught by what he did. I bet he saw one once, like he was at a relative's house or whatever, and he was grumpily watching it, and then some joke made him laugh, and he, then he just got obsessed with it. And then, <laughs> yeah, I bet he does think about that. I saw. Well, maybe, maybe his hate for it in the first place was based on his only experience with it was he'd just seen one of like the bootleg Simpsons t-shirts mm-hmm. at a month. So he's, he's just seen... Bart pissing on a on a Ford logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had an art teacher very similar in that uh, I remember when it first came out and my art teacher said to the class, like, don't don't watch The Simpsons. It's too rude. It's a horrible show. It's too rude. But he is also the same teacher that once came up to me <laughs> while I was drawing a girl's face on, a, on an easel and pointed at it and said, are they his balls? <laughs> Like no, none of that question makes any sense. Are they? Are they his, his balls? balls? Yeah, are they his balls? You're drawing a girl's I'll face. Drawing a girl's face. And you, <laughs> this man said to you, yes. Are they? Are they his balls? His balls. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, the R makes sense, mate. R. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, uh, hey, I'm on board. <laughs> Hey, a question? Yeah. You're going to ask me something? Open strong. <laughs> sure. But then the rest. Was that, so you had an art teacher that was a bit of an like an asshole. Is that an asshole? I don't, well, I don't even in, know what that is. That's in grade, just inexplicable. In grade one, we got to use clay for the first time and make something out of clay, and it's the only piece of artwork my parents ever kept from my childhood. And I tried. <laughs> I made Mister Nosy. You know the little creature, the like Mister Nosy, Mister Strong, all the. the oh yeah, yeah, from the little square children's yeah. books. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah. I tried to yeah, Mister Man. So I came home with Mister Nosy. And it was a cock and ball. Like, <laughs> but I just thought it was Mr. Nosy, like a head and a big nose on it. And it was right. a cock and balls. And the art teacher just laughed so hard when my parents came in for, like, parent-teacher interview. They're like, how good was that? We didn't take it home. It was a cock and balls. See, I wish your parents had a similar thing with that drawing. Because I think, like, how old are you when you've done that drawing? Uh, Twelve. Because I think this reeks of a scenario where you look back at the drawing now. And it's quite blatantly a yeah, cock and yeah. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe you should try to draw one right now, <laughs> just from memory. Like, we'll like, see like, exactly. uh, like uh, is it Joni Hill's character in Superbad, where he's just compelled to draw dicks all the time? <laughs> the little Carl Chandler just can't help himself. Yeah, but oh. he thinks it's girls' faces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Answer us, Carl. I've ever met. Answer or, us, are they his balls? <laughs> <laughs> or what if it's like... You know, like in the cartoons when it's like they're really hungry on a desert island and they'll just see like someone's head turns into a piece of pizza. Yeah. What if that's just what Carl sees when he walks around? Is no, just I was drawing a woman's a pretty face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a giant... Giant veiny dick. <laughs> Dripping. Saggy balls. Well, I was 12, so I was going through puberty, so maybe I was just trying to figure out what was happening to my body through art. Maybe. I mean, he... He could have confused you, by the way. Like, you could have come out of that going, wait, women have balls? <laughs> yeah. Women are two things at once? Well, I, I think I was more offended for the girl's face. Like, I was drawing a girl's face. Someone in the class? Yeah, and he was thinking that what her face looks like is a man's testicle. This reeks of huh. there's been some kind of sexual abuse has happened. Yeah. And this is like the way that your brain has kind of like shifted the story Did you ever, to kind of help no. you cope with it. Did you no. ever think he was pointing down at his own <laughs> and saying, are they his yeah. balls? <laughs> to you saying that he wants to give you his balls and wants to give you possession of them and Man. ownership of them. Do you th- I was 12. Do you think <laughs> I could still take him up on that? No. I, You know what I heard uh, just three days ago was that the my old drama teacher passed away and this is my drama teacher when i was 14 uh my drama teacher used to bring me over and tell me how special i was and then kiss the back of my neck whoa he passed away of cancer and i you know i got a little charge out of that right? <laughs> all right you're ca- you're cancerous is that what's <laughs> is that what the back of my neck is cancerous? <laughs> no i just got a sense of justice of like you know oh good that guy who 
was trying to molest me, and I think molested several people in the drama club. Oh, that's a bit from what I heard. You're uh, not the only one. Well, I mean, there were several better good-looking children than I. <laughs> I think. Probably a few girls that look like testicles that yeah, didn't get kissed on the back of the neck. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> he's like, "Oh, it's a girl. I'm not into that." But she looks like testicles. <laughs> Um, so, but was that, like, ever confirmed? Like, when you got out of school? Did you ever find out from people if that's we, what had been going on? We all... You know what, what's weird is, is you don't put that... Or at least I didn't. I didn't put that stuff together really in my head. I knew I felt weird about it. <clears throat> I knew that it was strange, but I sort of compartmentalized it and, like, pushed it down. And that happened a few times in my life where, like, people were trying to... Not, not even adults. Like, uh, when I was 15, my friend... Uh, came on to me, um, and I laughed it off thinking that it wasn't happening. And then, like, a year later, I realized that it did happen, you know? So I was, like, for some reason, never in touch with it. So, but it was, so it was never confirmed, but I don't know why I'd never put it together, because everyone always talked about how this man um, was having sex with, the rumor was he was having sex with, like, the star actor, Right. The the really handsome guy. And the really handsome actor was always like, fuck you, I'm not gay. And, um, you know, and everyone was like, oh, no, it's a rumor. But everyone thought they were being really funny. And this is back in the 80s, too, when no one would admit to being gay. Mm. Um, I got out of high school, and every single person in my high school drama club was gay. And they all vehemently denied it, and I, I you know, it's terrible. It's, it, I'm, I'm really glad that we've moved on since then. Yeah, and people can admit it now. I don't know how prevalent it is in high schools now, but I mean, it should be way more. But you yeah, know, high school is tough for everybody. But that's a very weird way to groom a young boy by it, just a kiss on the back of the neck. That's a weird place to. Yeah, how would you kick do it, it off? Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking weirdo. Yeah, you'd go to the forehead, you know. If I was to, you know, that'd be the the place you'd start the back. Like, how are you? I would. I would go right it? on her testicles. That's where I would put it. It might have been a hiding thing too. Like he might have been back there, like whispering in my ear, and then like going behind my head so that the rest of the class couldn't see it. That, that's kind of the oh, feeling I got. This started that. out with me making jokes about Carl having a repressed memory and what it's become is you actually legitimately having a bit of a repressed memory. I don't memory. think it's repressed as much as I just kind of was like, well, that's no big deal to me because I'm not going to take him up on it. And, well, um, not now. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like at the time I was just kind of like, well, uh, it, it's... I, if I had been more in touch with, hey, this guy's a weirdo and should be reported, I wish uh, that that's one thing that I wish I had done. But I was always pretty, you know, solid in like, well, no one's going to molest me. I, I had a guy come up with his car and try to get me into his car once when I was younger. And wow, I was like, really? Yeah, and I was like, nope, no thanks. And then, <laughs> you know, I was like, get out of here, weirdo. And, uh, you know, so I've, I've always just been like, you know, pretty solid in what I'm going to do, but I, I wish I had more. I don't know uh, if you sound pretty solid. You sound pretty. A lot of people are <laughs> a lot of people are after you. Check me out online. <laughs> there Google. was a there was a when I was at high school there this um I can't remember how it got found, but I don't know if I've talked about this on the show before, but this website went up that had all these photos of kids from my school, like at sporting events and like walking home from school that had been taken with this insane Telephoto like, lens. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, super wow. long lens. So they'd been waiting at like our, our swimming sports day or whatever, just like on the other side of the street. And it went up, and the, the school. Knoll. Wait, wait, who? A website of the guy who took them. It was them? yeah, yeah. It was like okay. a website that went up that was like all anonymous, and it was just you'd go on it, and it was just a gallery of images. And oh. our school tried to get it taken down, but their defense was, "No, nah, there's nothing, you know, nothing. There's no nudity. There's nothing pedophilic about it. It's just for, it's just photos of, just photos of school kids hanging out." And there was one guy in my school who was on it, like, more than anyone else, Whoa. like, by a wide margin. And he was, like, super proud of it. Like, he was what? he was into it. He's like, got the record, boys. Yeah, <laughs> look who's killing it on magnitude.com. Yeah. Magnitude.com. Magnitude. Magnitude. Yeah. Check it out. Guess who's got three weeks to live? Yeah. This guy. <laughs> but it's one of those things, like, it's Ma- such a... By the way, magnitude? Yeah, yeah. He's talking about his car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. the funny thing, though. It's such a disturbing kind of thing that happened at the time. But yeah. now with all my high school friends, it's just become, it's become a sweet, like, co- like comedic reference. Like, if you're in a oh. conversation, chuck out, nah, 
It's just a, you know, like someone will go, like you, like you know, it doesn't really ever come up, but like every now and then someone will, you know, make a reference or whatever. And someone goes, "Oh, this is all turning a bit magnitude, isn't it?" And everyone goes, "Ah, oh, that pedophile thing that happened." <laughs> Hang on, was this the site that the Winklevoss twins invented, which then turned into Facebook? Is this how this started? Well, I don't know. There, if were, you... there were people on that website very similar in physique to the Winklevoss twins. <laughs> so sure. I don't know if you've ever read. There's a really interesting graphic novel. Of... About uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, I think it's called "My Life with Dahmer." I've been meaning to buy like that. Yeah, it's, it's really yeah. interesting, but it's it's very similar to that where Jeffrey Dahmer was a source of comedy for uh, this the guy who wrote it uh, and drew it, and he and his uh, high school friends they were all friends with Dahmer, and he was a source of comedy, much like Magnitude. They would always go, "Ha, ah, Dahmer, he's crazy," <laughs> um, and, and in sort of a gallows humor type of way. And then when they found out later the magnitude of his <laughs> actual craziness, you know, they had to process their feelings about the whole thing. And he had kind of suppressed his feelings about yeah. it. It's a really interesting thing. Yeah. So you're saying oh, I'm going to become a serial killer? Well, no, I... if this guy, whoever, I mean, did they trace yeah. it back to whoever started it? I don't know. I think it was like a, a group kind of effort. Like, I think it was like a thing that you could submit. So there were different areas. So you, people submitted their own photos? Yeah. What? It was, a com- it was for a community. It was like a community of for old men who like looking at photos oh, of, 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 Boys walking home from school. Because at the stuff. very least, if they could trace it back and find out who was doing it, they could slap a restraining order on th- them not to yeah, come near. I think whatever. they event because it made it to the papers. It was like quite a big mm. news story, and I think, I think they they ended up getting it taken down. It took them a little while because yeah. it was all their defense was like nothing that bad. It's either. it's worse than ever though, man. I mean, the, there's so much molestation just worldwide, and and then with you know teachers, you mm. know, like so many teachers where I went to school uh, are convicted of mm. it. You know, it's just it's it's horrible. Most of it's probably happening in this hotel yeah, as we exactly. speak. <laughs> yeah, if you ever wanted to, we are rubbing each other's <laughs> girls' faces. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've talked about this on the show, maybe I haven't, but there was a guy I went to school with that used to cop it a lot, and there was like one famous in our school incident where just they did, they did this tug of war with him in the middle, and they wrapped a hose around him, and then got two teams of people oh. and just pulled it oh. either side, Ooh. and then everyone got in trouble for it, including me, because I went, I didn't do it, and they're like... Oh, you seem like the sort of guy that would have done it, though. So then <laughs> I got in trouble. It? No, I didn't do oh, it. Wow. I actually you know, didn't do you, it. You do seem like I know. Like, like, I was like, it sounds like a fair argument. argument. I don't know. I don't that's, know and but, that's something that carries through with you until this day. Yes. Anything bad that happens to someone, they go, Chandler's behind yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. But so you, that, have, you have you just kind of have that physique, and you have like I have like a and a deep voice, and you're wearing a football yeah, hat, and I've got I mean? hose on me. Yeah, ready yeah. To I bet your I bet your pedo drama teacher when he got diagnosed with cancer went, ah, Chandler's done it again. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he so he used to cop a lot of that sort of stuff, and then it was that thing where it's like oh a bit of a figure of fun. This guy he's going to cop it all the time, whatever. And then you become not 15 and not 16 anymore. You grow up a little bit, and I think we were like 18, 19, and I moved towns, and someone brought in the newspaper. I was at university, and, and they're, they're like, oh, you come from Miraburra, don't you, Chandler? And I'm like, yeah. Like, oh, well, your mates are on the front page. And it was like a guy, this same guy, had broken into someone's grave, mm. chopped off a woman's hand, <laughs> and turned it into an ashtray. Whoa. And they had... Yeah, he was he was going to jail for turning an old woman's hand into an ashtray. The guy that you hosed. That I didn't hose. The guy <laughs> that I was accused of hosing. Okay. <laughs> so that incident may have played a part in his yeah, for sure. psyche. For sure. Okay, how do you feel about that? Nothing because I didn't do it. <laughs> oh, wow. This is the same. This is the 35. same interview that I had when I was in Year Seven. I yeah. didn't do it. A thirty-five-year-old just turned into a thirteen-year-old. <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> Carl, by the way, is like he's turned bright red. Yeah. His hand is to his face. Yeah. He's, he's trying to hide behind. His... He's, he's clutching his laptop as if that's where all the evidence rests. I'm yeah. comforting yeah. myself with the same thing that he got in trouble for. Yeah, the hands, yeah. the ashtray hands. Yeah. Is that your? 
trash tray hand, by yeah, the way? That is, yeah, that's the one. I wouldn't use that. That's disgusting. The yeah. left one. The right one. He's yeah. just butts his, in there. He's just got his balls in the ashtray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right I, uh, I hear that story and I just think smoking is a disgusting habit. Yeah. <laughs> that's the lesson we get out of that one. Well, guys, that does bring us once again to the second end of the Little Dumb no, Club. Stay. <laughs> we'll go into hour two. Um, guys, check out Scott's podcast, Comedy Bang Bang. It's really great. Uh, the TV show... I assume is great. I it's not on in Australia, and the out, idea of illegally downloading things is absolutely abhorrent to me. So mm. I have no idea the quality of the show. But abhorrent, uh, abhorrent, no. abhorrent. <laughs> yeah. Um, get on, Nick. You finally proved yourself. Buddy. <laughs> in the last stretch. Yeah, I think that sweet Australian TV channel, ThePirateBay.com, is going to yeah. be airing it at some stage. Um, Scott, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks My pleasure. For, uh... Thanks for having me. I always enjoy you guys. Uh, uh, I enjoy your show and I enjoy your comedy. So uh, I'm glad that uh, I could fit you into not only this but the live show. Yeah, thanks yeah. so much. We yeah. really appreciate it. And, uh, and you, you're going next door to, to Mark Maron, what the fuck, in, in <laughs> Suite 226 next door? Or? Yeah. yeah, he has a high-rise uh, hotel room. <laughs> it's just eight stories. Yeah. yeah, the only thing left now to do is to head out and do some few sweet drive-bys. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. Uh, all that's left. Uh, guys, drive-by. Guys, thank you very much uh, for listening, and we will see you next time. See, see you, mates. See you, mates.